Ministry leadership is hard. It can be exhausting and confusing and overwhelming, especially in times of great change like we're living in now. That's why we need to get up on the balcony, as Ronald Heifetz puts it. We need to learn to get a view from the top, see what's happening on the dance floor. That requires leadership skill, adaptive capacity, emotional health, and deep spiritual formation. I'm Marcus Watson, and my hope is that these quick conversations with Todd Bolsinger would help you both develop a healthy outer life of ministry leadership and a healthy inner life of faithful discipleship. Hey everyone, uh, I'm here with Todd Bolsinger uh, once again for another quick conversation for the long haul of leadership, and we're talking about a quote from Jeff Crosby today. Uh, this is from episode 96, Crossing Leadership Thresholds. And uh, Jeff Crosby um, said, the absence of conflict is not always possible, nor always good. The absence of conflict is not always possible, nor always good. So let me just start by saying, I'm an Enneagram 9. I'm a peacemaker, and I hate conflict. I want to get along with everybody all the time, <laughs> even if that means, in my case, I'm not being totally honest, um, which is not good. But anyway, okay, uh, Todd, your turn. <laughs> well, this is such an interesting thing. We were joking. In fact, like I'm an Enneagram 8, and so yeah. what that means is that I kind of get energized by conflict. Yeah. <laughs> so right. The joke is I don't have to kick down every door, just the ones that yeah. are closed. Like, mm, right? I love so, <laughs> so I have to be um, aware yeah. that my enthusiasm for conflict can mm. become really dysfunctional and distorted. Mm-hmm. And you have to be aware that your avoidance of conflict can become dysfunctional yeah. and dis- distorted. Yeah. And what's yeah. so interesting about Jeff Crosby, who himself is a leader of an organization that has been the publisher in yeah. University Christian Fellowship and published yeah. even my le- my leadership books, mm-hmm. is that he's he starts with it's not always possible, which points to that most of us are more like you, like most mm, of us. Think, right, right. As Christians, we're supposed to we're supposed <laughs> right. to get rid of conflict, right. and what both you and I need to learn and work on together is that it's not always healthy to avoid yeah. conflict. Yeah. And it's not uh, and that to be healthy, conflict itself needs to be healthy. Yes. So yeah. what we have to learn how to do yeah. is actually learn how to have healthy conflict that will help both of us grow yeah. and will help the situate help the the organization or the community move forward yeah. um, instead of um, stay stuck in the past. Yeah. Yeah, and and I will say that um, as as a nine, I mean, it is a learned skill, so to speak, especially if it doesn't come naturally to you to mm-hmm. engage in conflict. That one of the things that, um, and this comes from lots of therapy, you know, and uh, and digging into my inner life, you know, and figuring out what 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 is it that motivates me, you know, and um, one of the things I a, a mantra I, I say to myself. Uh, when I find myself pulling away or withdrawing, you know, it's just stay engaged, stay engaged, stay engaged. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're fighting with someone, yeah. but you're bringing yourself and your perspective to the other person's self and their perspective, right? And so, okay, so then, um, well, I'm curious how how you do that as an Enneagram 8 in a healthy way, because uh, maybe yeah. we can learn something from you about that. <laughs> Because I, I, so, I, I think you're a pretty healthy Enneagram 8. I told you yeah. when we first started doing this podcast together, I'm like, man, you're like the nicest Enneagram 8 I've ever known. And um, 
And if I may say this, you said, oh, that's lots of therapy. Well, exactly. That's what I'm going to tell you. The same thing. Yeah. And so yeah. notice that both, what both of us needed to overcome yeah. was kind of in uh, unconscious family patterns that got reinforced. Yeah. Yeah. Yours toward avoiding conflict, mine mm-hmm. toward believing that I got to take it on or someone's going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I'm the guy who wants to so stop the bully that I can turn into a bully. Mm, yeah. So once I know that, I can start asking, okay, so you have to be told, stay engaged. Mm. I have to say to myself, stay calm. Mm, interesting. You don't have to, you don't have to escalate this. Yeah. Stay calm. Yeah. Ask questions. Mm-hmm. Get, get curious. Yeah. Like, like you don't have to pull away, but yeah. you can ask, so why is this becoming a conflict? What's underneath it? Yeah. And the more curious I get, the more engaged I get, you realize the conflict becomes a way of clarifying mm-hmm. and it becomes a way of actually getting to, um, here are the things we're going to have to work on together yeah. so we can to be able to solve this problem. And frankly, I've had a lot of therapy and I have a really strong mm-hmm. wife mm-hmm. Who, is self, who herself was a therapist. <laughs> oh, yeah. And so, you know, we have spent 35 years, I've been, for 35 years, I've been in this school of healthy conflict with my wife yeah. um, that has now, I think, become part of my life. Mm, that's cool. That's great. And um, maybe if you have an example, perhaps, of a healthy conflict in one of the churches that you've worked with, or maybe one of the churches that you've worked in, or uh, can you just share with us, oh, here's what healthy conflict in a ministry situation looks like? <laughs> well, um, one of the churches that I'm working with has had to grapple with the fact that they really want to be more missional. They want mm-hmm. to reach their neighbors mm-hmm. and their, but their neighborhood has changed. So when they said, Hey, we're going to be about loving and reaching our neighbors with the gospel. It was a homogeneous neighborhood. Mm. Now it's become a much more diverse neighborhood. Mm. So reaching their neighbors means reaching people who are not like the dominant folks in the church, right. which means the conflict has become a conflict over are we a church where people like us who've been here forever and been loyal can still feel comfortable coming here, right? They'll say stuff like, this church doesn't feel like my home anymore. Yeah. And somebody else will say, yeah, but our vision for our family in this home is that we would yeah. reach our neighbors and our neighbors have changed. Mm. Now, what's interesting is right there, people can polarize and start yelling at each other. Mm-hmm. What they actually have to understand is that by valuing both, they can begin to have a conversation. Mm, And so one of the things we've used in one of our other uh, conversations is Jim Harrington's good questions where he'll say, please help me understand what you're saying. You say it back to them. And then you say, please help me understand your life experience that got Mm. you to believe that. Yeah. And pretty soon you start realizing that most of us are functioning out of deep values. And when we can name them and all together, we can begin to navigate them together. That's what this church has had to do. It's had to navigate how to be a church where people can feel at home and at the same time open up that home to people who are that's and that's great. a te- that's a tension yeah. the pastor carries all the time that's great that's great i love it well here's the quote one more time um jeff crosby said the absence of conflict is not always possible nor always good well thanks for listening to this quick conversation with todd bolsinger If you find the Spiritual Life and Leadership podcast valuable, would you share it with someone you know? And would you also rate and review the podcast? That helps to make the podcast more findable for others. Again, thanks for listening, and I will see you next time here on Spiritual Life and Leadership. 